Now, now, real people, real opinions. Nighttime talk with Niall Boylan. Ireland's classic hits radio. All right, welcome back to the show. Let's get on the bus to go to Cork. <laughs> We're going to speak to Sarah Horgan, our good friend and journalist from the Echo Live. Sarah, good afternoon or good evening to you. Why, why do I always say afternoon? It's kind of habit now at this stage. Uh, Sarah, hi, how are you? I'm good, thank you. How are you? I'm good. Are you in good form? I am. I am. As late as it is, I'm still in, in good form. I haven't run out of steam yet. <laughs> no. And how's everybody in Cork? Of course, the uh, the old wind last night was pretty bad everywhere. I think Cork was hit reasonably badly too. Is everything okay? Um, yeah, it's just like the end of the world all the time now, isn't it? I don't know will there be a shower of locusts or something tomorrow or what's coming next. You know, a shower of locusts. Sin, we? <laughs> we had a tornado going back a few weeks ago and it was like the end of the world. And somebody had put up, I know, a tornado in Ireland. It must be climate change. And I go, you do realise there's tornadoes in Ireland all of the time. This one just happened to hit a town. Most of them we just don't see because geographically Ireland is not very well populated. Most of our country is not populated so we just don't get to really see them that often but um, yeah tornadoes do happen on a regular basis We're quite common in this country by the way not as common as somewhere like Tornado Alley now in America or anything like that but we do we do get them every now and again it's a natural weather event you know it's like the, you're right it's like the end of the world all the time when something happens isn't it yeah yeah the, the, it was bad the, mind the, you last night yeah. It 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 was it was properly bad last night, but I'm I missed the whole crack of everybody going out to buy bread or toilet paper. Or I always think that's really funny. <laughs> toilet paper and bread. What's that? What's that actually all about? Why why do people not have to get toilet papers in case they shit themselves? I I don't know. I have no idea. Anyway, why, why don't they just use something else if they run out? Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> A Cork Animal Welfare Charity is on high alert following social media exchanges linked to planned major sulky races in Cork. Now, the sulky races have been a problem for a long time now with them belting up and down main roads and, you know, causing mayhem. But the animal welfare aspect of it, I suppose, is something that we need to talk about too. Yeah, and social media is facilitating it a lot, it seems. And we're talking about the illegal sulky racing on the Cork roads, because I know you can do it legally too. There's a track in West Cork, as far as I know. But Kelly Mellorick, who runs the animal welfare organisation, My Lovely Course, she said that she's been in contact with Gardaí in the hope of preventing this big event from going ahead. So it's this really big sulky race that they're talking about in social media. Uh, she has uh, a few spies who have managed to infiltrate some groups and there's pictures of the horses and um, they haven't got a date for it. But um, yeah, it seems there's a lot of money riding on these um, illegal sulky races, which I didn't realise and it explains a lot. But um, oh. they're, they're sacrificing their horses. Sorry, my computer thinks I'm talking to her there. She's talking back to me. Um, so uh, they're sacrificing their horses as a result. So she she was telling me that there's little foals and they're putting the horseshoes in the little foals and they're racing them. And this is so da- dangerous for a foal because they're not fully developed. And yeah. it means that lots of them, when, um, when they're just even after a few weeks, they're only good as a companion horse. They're not yeah. going to be able to um, be be ridden anymore. And yeah. 
she was she was saying that there was one fool that they picked up in Cork who had a full set of shoes on despite only being three months old and his little feet were so soft and baby like that she said she didn't even know how he was managing to lift these shoes, how he was getting his little how feet even, off the ground. And how they'd even stay on him. You'd imagine they'd fall yeah, off. They, yeah. They weren't they weren't done by a professional either, which is even more worrying no. well, I what professional would do that? You, you couldn't. Oh, sure. I've call seen them some of these races where the horses will collapse with exhaustion and they just leave the horse at the side of the road. You know, I mean, it's common. You see that kind of thing all the time. And I've spoken to experts before who said, you know, you've got these horses, we're not trained to run on hard ground, running on tarmac roads, you know, um, which is not good for the horse either because of the impact of the hard road. And what was most um, disgusting, you might say, about uh, what? What Kelly has seen is there on on the, in the social media exchanges in particular. There was one person who was talking about this horse, and he said, "Oh, this horse is back." They so will we'll call him Niall. Uh, Niall is back after a three-year injury. So when you're um, they, these horses are really just mm-hmm. they're they're worked that hard till they till as he said they collapse and die and that's. Um, there, there was one particular incident where she, there was this horse on the side of the road, and he just had nothing left to um, left to give, and the injuries were so horrific that even the guards were traumatized after it. They were saying that they'd never seen anything like it. I know it's awful. It really is awful. Um, some of the stories, of course, the proposed renaming of Parky Cueve to Super Value Park. Now, this has been the news. People in Cork are losing their minds over this. It does, I'm losing my it mind. It sounds a bit I'm cheap. I'm one of these people who's... You know what I mean? It does sound a bit cheap, yeah. doesn't it? Super Value Park. Like, I don't know. What are they going to be selling? Cut price stuff. But I, anyway, but, but look, the deal, according to Parky Cueve, is worth up to a million quid up to 2026. You know, it's 250,000, 300,000 a year to Cork GAA. And this is... Now, I don't know why they didn't hold on to the naming rights. But anyway, so what? What's the story? I mean, it, it, it's a. Do they own the naming rights? By the way. So, in a statement a couple of days ago, um, it, it said that um, they remain committed to continuing their engagement as both parties share a common interest in supporting Gaelic games across the county. So, um, yeah, I, I suppose they're. Um, for, for for the right price, it looks like they might be willing to change their their name. Would you change your name to Super Value? For well, see, here's the problem, own? right? Here's the problem. <laughs> I mean, Lansdowne Road changed to the Aviva Stadium, right? And people kind of accepted that. Now, mind you, there was a new stadium being built, so it kind of started off good. You know what I mean? It never it was never Lansdowne Road as the new stadium. The old stadium was Lansdowne Road. I mean, and other stadiums around the world have changed their name. You know, you've got the Three Arena by the way, which used to be the Point Depot before it was sponsored. Uh, it was O2 at one, the O2 at one stage. Um, you've got venues all over the world which are named after their sponsors. It's not a new idea. This is not unique in some way to Cork. But the problem for people is, it's just the name, Super Value. That, <laughs> now don't get me wrong, I don't want to have a go with the Musgraves group, of course, who owns Super Value. You know, it's wonderful for Super Value because you go in there to get value for goods. But that's not the idea behind, that shouldn't be the idea behind a sporting event. And I think that's what's getting people going, isn't it? It's just the but name, I, Super I Value. That the, the, like, I don't even think it's that. I think it's the, well, that too. But the, the guy is just so 
steeped in history and integrity. And Donal O'Quive, who's the grandson of um, Podrick O'Quive, who's the park was named after, he's calling for a U-turn on the proposals. So can you imagine how you'd feel if he, they're obviously so proud of their grandfather and he said his grandfather embodied the empathy, hospitality and community spirit that is the essence of the GA and his dream was inclusivity to have a GA, this GA owned pitch in every parish and under his stewardship the GA became the biggest amateur association of its kind in the world. So I think we are kind of losing something, are we? Aren't we? There's there there was one guy who said who was really upset about it. He's a county board delegate and an echo columnist, John Ireland Arnold, and he described it as like spitting on the memory mm. of um this this longtime GA administrator. I can see why people are so upset. I mean, there's loads of other there's loads of other parks around the country that have been renamed. I'm looking at loads of them here: the FBD Semple Stadium, Chadwick's Wexford Park. Um, where else is there? The UPMC Nolan Park. Now, mind you, they all they all kept a part of the original name: um, Glennon Brothers, Pierce Park, Longford, Protection and Prosperity, Louds Training Centre, um, Kingspan, Breffany Park, and Cavan. I mean, I mean, so there's, there's a lot of them have renamed their parks because of their sponsors. You know, it's not unusual, but they did keep the other name too. So would he be happy with it was Super Value Park Equive rather than just Super just, Value Park? Just, just two side are you on? No, I'm, I'm just wondering. I, <laughs> no, I, I, I'm, I'm kind of no, wondering. Um, so they they want to change the, the name that they'll be using will be Super Value Pork, so they'll still keep the Irish. Ah, we just stop part that. That doesn't. That doesn't. No, really I'm telling you, anything, yeah, but it yeah. it doesn't. It doesn't no. keep anything, and that's no. why everybody's so annoyed. It's that they're they're kind of saying that you you. I mean, like, like, they could satisfy people by just saying Super Value Parky Queeve, but nobody's probably going to call it that. You know, I suppose. You know? Yeah, that's what a lot of people are saying too. Super value parky creep. Just hold on to hold on to something. It reminds me of um. There's a song by Counting Crows. I think it's Counting Crows, and they say, "Oh, we paved paradise to put up a parking lot." Yeah, and that's that's what it really reminds Great me song. of. There's something. There's an irony. Yeah, it's a really good song. Was, well, yeah, um, but it was. It wasn't the original. That wasn't. Who was? What was your woman's name? Who sang the original? They pay paradise to pick up a parking lot. Ooh, pop, 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 pop. Is that not always Kenton Crow's song? No. <laughs> what? Um, Jane, who sang that song? They pay paradise to pick up a parking lot. Yeah, Kenton Crow's is a cover of it, but who did the original? Jane is going to just, Jane's on the case. Anyway, I, how do you think this is going to end? Or when is it going to end? They're going to make a decision soon? Um. Yeah, the, I think they're letting the the heat come off the it hair for a sit. while. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. we'll wait. Um, like I, there's 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 something there's always something that to get you um, riled up. To, yeah, yeah, riled up exactly. Um, it's too late. I can't string my sentences together. So the the last one was oldies and Irish. You know, they uh, halved oldies and Irish that. Um, Program on ninety six FM to make room for Ryan Tuberty, who was oh, going yeah, to be that on the didn't go down well, did of it? radio station. Yeah, but this has really taken the the pressure off them. 
I feel. Next, they'll be robbing our something. women and children. <laughs> <laughs> something, something's going to happen. I wonder, but I so wonder. So Ryan Doherty is taking your radio presenter shows, and now you've got Super Value taking your park. Next, they'll be stealing your women and children. Is that is that uh, is that the attitude now? Yeah. If 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 it takes the heat off, party creep, I'm sure they'll be delighted. You know. Um, Joni Mitchell, by the way, was the one who Joni Mitchell sang the original version of Paradise. Yeah, I. There you go. Okay, thanks, thanks for that, Jane. She's, she's, waste, she's wasting my time slot. Yeah, I did. <laughs> so what are you doing? I did. Just Jane is just so underpaid for what she does out there. You know what I mean? She really is. Anyway. Moving on from that, one of Cork's best love and quirky stories has become the latest in a string of businesses to announce its pending closure. So what is the quirky business or the quirky story? So I say best loved um, store, best loved by me. The name of it is Bauhaus on Corn Market Street. So it's owned by a mother-daughter team, Noelle and Ruby. But this is just, it's, it's just so much more than an accessory shop. So they sell they sell beauty, beautiful things. Um, um, but what they they do little events as well. They're really open to the community. And for example, one of them was they held kit, little kitten cuddling parties. So they had this kitten cuddling party. For that sounds good, but I, I like the sound of that. Yeah, yeah. Kitten, yeah. Kitten oh, we loved parties. it. Yeah. Um, so. It, all the money went to Cat Haven at the time, which is a, this um, charity for um, cats that, that were rescued. But That's big in America, by the way. That... They have cat cafes in America. Have you ever heard of a cat cafe? No. They're no, cafes. I you, so you, pay, you get your latte and whatever it is you want to get, your donut, and then you pay a little bit of money. You go into this room and there's just like loads of cats and you sit there and have your lunch and you can have a cat sitting on your lap. Well, you know, there's cats wandering around. But all the money goes to a good cause. It's all for cat rescue. They're called cat cafes. They're very popular now. Yeah, yeah. Mm. That um, sounds like a nightmare, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I was in one. It's lovely, actually. I had two little kittens sitting on my lap. I um I, I I can't imagine it. I was staying with my cousins last week and my, my, my aunt, and they have about 11 cats. Oh, right. 11's a bit much, um, in fairness. Yeah, so I went I went up to bed and there was this this cat had left something for me in the bed. Like no matter no matter where you go and there there's a cat you you, you can't sit down it's anywhere. Nice to leave but something that, for that, you. Must like. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> but some people really like cats and that's why those kitten that kitten cuddling party was um was was so successful because People, a lot of people in Cork City, they can't own pets as well. They live in apartments, and this was the idea was to uh, bring the this, joy of pussycats to people, yeah, yeah. To, to to people who wouldn't otherwise have the chance. So they did things like that, and they also had um, a sort of a mini food bank for dogs, right? Mm. So they were thinking about the people who couldn't afford to feed themselves, but also. What occurred to them was, oh God, what happens? What about their pets? Who's going to feed their pets? So they had this little bank and it was full of dog food and cat food. And you could just go if you had fallen on hard times and um, take some cat food or um, dog food. And this shop as well, oh, it sells the most beautiful accessories, but it was particularly popular with drag queens because 
that everything was so ornate and beautiful that you couldn't find it in a normal shop. You couldn't find it in a mainstream shop. So it became really popular um, among drag queens and just they just embraced anybody who was different. And so flamboyant. I just think a lot of flamboyance going yeah, on. Yeah, 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 gotcha. yeah. Eccentric gotcha. and everything else. But uh, I think this is the death knell. Last week I was saying that the Baldy Barber was the death knell, but this is the death knell. Okay. Uh, final story. A paramedic sa- stepped in to save his little sister's life after a pain in her teeth turned out to be something more sinister. What was it, the pain in the teeth, if it was more sinister? Yeah, so uh, you wouldn't you wouldn't normally associate uh, pain in, a pain in your teeth with a heart attack. Oh, no. But that's exactly what it was. And only for... This um, this woman, her husband was a paramedic, and they were both at a wedding. I think Kieran Minahan is the paramedic. He was at um, a, a wedding with his sister. His sister Etna happened to be there too. It, as far as I know, it was his sister-in-law in Yall, and she didn't feel that well. And uh, she took she her husband came up with her. Only because he, she felt he he might um, he he didn't have anybody else with him at the wedding, and she thought he might feel a bit um, a, a bit awkward being there. So she had this pain in her teeth, went up upstairs, and um, began to throw up. Mm. And they said it to her her brother, and he said, "There's something not right here." And it turned, yeah, it turned out he was having a heart attack. So oh my God. he was able to ring his. Um, That's not something you would think of as a sign of a heart attack. Yeah, people always think of and the same thing, which is a pain in the arm or you know that kind of tight chest. They don't think of a pain in your teeth. They and it's something I've come across before. I did a story on a, a young man who was having trouble with his teeth, and. Um, She's at this, this woman, she's actually my dentist too, Dolores in Little Island. She twigged that there was something wrong, whatever indication was in his teeth. And it turned out he had leukemia. Oh, no. So um, only for that she was so educated on it. Another dentist might not have seen that. But um, in this case, anyway, it ended, it ended well. She spent 11 days in hospital and... They're just really, they're just adamant that they want to get this message out there that. Okay. So, that, yeah. so just on a, on a point of interest, in some cases, toothache may be a warning of a sign of a heart attack. Heart and lung disease can cause toothache pain due to the location of the vagus nerve. And this nerve runs from your brain to the different organs in your body, including your heart and your lungs. And it passes through your jaw. Oh yeah, that would that that would do it. And Etna, at the time, she didn't want to call an ambulance at all. She, it's a very Irish thing, isn't it? She was oh, yeah. saying that. I'd be grand. Yeah, be grand. My, yeah, be grand. Yeah, I'm at I'm at a wedding, and they were so discreet that the bride and groom didn't learn about any of the commotion till the the next day. They were that subtle. Wow. They didn't want to they didn't want to ruin the wedding. But the, but that is the thing, isn't it? I'd be mortified to ring the. Uh, I could have my head hanging off me, and I wouldn't ring an ambulance. Are you, are you the same? That's that's yeah. really wrong. But yeah, 
Um, and then there's other people and you're nearly stamping their loyalty card on the way out. They just ring an ambulance for everything. So we're all different, I suppose. We're, we're going to get, by the way, just before we head off, we're going to get Sarah's bit sponsored by Pampers or something. What about Pampers be good? I'm trying to think of what we could get it sponsored. No, I'm, I'm Chanel number five. Chanel number five. Okay. It's Wouldn't crazy. it be worse, by the way, if it was like Durex sponsored Parky Queeve? Could you imagine like Durex Park? That would be worse. Because somebody said to me the other day, like, it just couldn't be worse. And I'm going, well, it could. It could be Durex or, you know what I mean, or Tampon or something like that. Do you know what I mean? It might sound like Tampon Park. <laughs> well, there'd be, it would be like Always Park or something. Like always kind of Park. For the, yeah. for the brand, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I doubt they call it Tampon Park. Preparation H Park. <laughs> what was that one? Preparation H. Preparation hates Park. That almost, that all, you see, all of them sound That's better. That's for hemorrhoids. It's, 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 it's a solution. The tube is stuff. You see, I, I, would, I wouldn't know because but no, I've I wouldn't never know why had I've just heard of it. You seem to be very familiar <laughs> with it. So. I've never had hemorrhoids in my life, Sarah, but I've heard of Preparation H because Billy Connolly does a great sketch of it. That's how I know about Preparation H. Yeah, so, yeah. Or Viagra Park. They could have it like a slogan. Viagra Park to give you a lift. Yeah, that would that would definitely work. Or Viagra Park, let all the fans rise to the occasion. Yeah, yeah, you should. Uh, you're wasted in, in radio. You should be, <laughs> I should be up with all these slogans. Yeah, <laughs> Sarah, it's been lovely talking to you. Thank you very much indeed, and we shall chat to you again next Monday. Sarah Horgan from the Echo okay. Live. Thank you. Okay, thank you. Bye. Now, real people, real opinions. Nighttime talk with Niall Boylan. Ireland's classic hits radio.
No show isn't, and no offense, it's it's not a current affairs show. It's it's a it's a talk show. It's it's asking for opinion. 